0: Hey guys, it's the Wrestling Mayhem Show, episode 511. 511 Tuesdays we've been doing this. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitters. Uh, here in Mayhem Studios in beautiful Pittsburgh, PA. Mmm. Tacos. Anyways, uh, we have a fine collection of Mayhemers with us tonight. And later tonight, we're going to have the Patreon in the bank. Where's it at? I got my Patreon in the bank ready to cash in. Well, I, actually, I'm not. But this is all the Patreon money is in here. There you go. Uh with us tonight to talk wrestling from across the nation. First of all, we're going to go all the way up to Poughkeepsie, New York. It's Mad Mike the former employee of WWE.
1: Sorg Mayhem Media tonight's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> also wrestling happen. Right,
0: uh we'll get we'll get to all that stuff. Um, and also with us, uh, from, uh, right here in the greater Pittsburgh area, we got to hang out at raw last night here in Pittsburgh. It's mainstream, Matt. Are you, is that one big, big board?
2: Holy crap.
0: The big boards back, buddy. Oh Look at this. man.
2: All right. It's the only possible way to keep things organized tonight was to re unleash the big board. Uh huh. See, you well, see,
0: there it is. There it is.
2: So that's going to happen later on. it's big it's a board mayhem mania patreon in the background there you go i've I... already spoken with some of the patreons about their moves it's going to be calamitous there's going to be hurt feelings it's there's going to be broken hearts but as we said Sorg, uh you can't build a better wrestlemania without breaking a few hearts
0: or, or, call or, me
2: Shawn Michaels, because I'm gonna be the heartbreaker. Or,
0: apparently, he has, according think. to the real WrestleMania, bones and necks and, and, and all kinds of other body parts. So, uh, also with us, uh, I believe he is one of those Patreon contributors this week. I need to look at the list because apparently it's bigger than usual. He's Alex Cars, Power to the Smarks. They got a podcast now, too, uh, over there. Well, I mean, of course, it's your Car in 15 minutes as well. But, uh, uh Alex Cars, how are you doing?
3: I'm doing good. I'm doing good, man. Uh, like Dolph Ziggler, I am here to show the world. That's a Patreon in the bank. Uh, I've got my John Cena training shirt on, and I am ready to rise above in this uh, round of Mayhem Mania.
0: Did you did you order uh, John Cena's new book? In the
3: <laughs> man, I'm still on a budget. I might have a job, but I'm
1: still on a college student budget.
0: That's right. No room for books. That's what libraries are for. I,
1: I feel like the Unless they're on John... Kindle. I feel like the cover of the John Cena book is should just be a coloring book. Uh, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Um. Anyways, it, it, it looked like a color wheel of his shirts. It <laughs> did. <laughs> it, did.
0: It, it did. Anyways, you can check out all the stuff around the show over at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes um, and all the other audio and video formats on Facebook. We have video up there on YouTube, um, Stitcher Spreaker, iHeartRadio, and coming soon, whenever they release it over on the Google Play Music uh, store, they're going to have podcasts very shortly. We are signed up for it. So look for us there on Android or other devices when that pops up. Uh, you can also drop us a line to that email address.
4: Good times. Good, times. Good times
0: at WrestlingMayhemShow.com or that phone number at 412-206-WMS0. Uh, you can also do other things. Join us live here Tuesdays, live.WrestlingMayhemShow.com around around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. You get a little bonus content, the stuff that we usually send to the Patreon people, but you get it in person. Sometimes, we, sometimes it's so offensive, we won't even send it to Patreon. <laughs> There's a question mark tonight. I'm just going to put it there. Um but you can do that every Tuesday night live at wrestlingmayhemshow.com. Also, we're streaming live, as we were reminded, our good friends the 405 Radio um uh, they periodically and, and featured on the site um at the 405. Uh you can check out the link over on wrestlingmayhemshow.com as as well. Um and, of course, big thanks to our Patreon supporters. Of course, this is the big Patreon in the bank tonight. Uh, so we have six six people that were reached out to, apparently. And I can't uh, – this new design, I don't know how to get to our Patreon supporters. Where do I get to that, guys? Where do I get to those?
2: Geez, Sorg, I know I'm right off the top of my head. I'm right. going to run them off for you. Who no, supports Sorg? us Matt? We're in the chat. We're
1: in, in the stream with That's you. That's right. From least to
2: most important, the Patreons are Alex Cars from Palace power to the smarts, Mad Mike for Poo Kipsy, oh, New money York, the screen. Making It Rain, the Matthew and Jennifer Carlin's Foundation for Podcast Betterment, Ed Burke, who we never see, Antonio Garza from the Wrestling Revolution, um, and Boo! Diggity!
4: Woo!
0: There you go. You can support us, and of course, the time has passed for Patreon in the bank, but there's other goodies that we do throughout the year as well. Patreon.com slash Wrestling Show. Uh, so let's get into... A disc- I don't know. If
2: somebody runs in your door right now with a suitcase full of $50, I think you'll let them in, sir.
0: I think i locked lock the door.
2: Oh, you should... Sword,
1: <laughs> That's
0: sword. a good most answer. Of
2: people,
1: <laughs> most of the people that come in through that door will not care if it's locked. They will break it down.
0: This is true. This is absolutely true.
1: Um, Especially if they can smell the pizza.
0: There you go. We'll get to the pizza a little later. Got some of that right here. So, yeah. There you go. Yeah, Yeah, in arm's ring. Everything needs to be an arm's length when you're in the studio, right? If I want to raise Mysterio mask, boom. Get it from that out. Don't want to do that. It's really creepy. It doesn't have eyes anymore. Okay. Um, Let's talk about pro wrestling. Um, So, Raw happened last night. Roadblock was this weekend. The speed bump to WrestleMania. Um, The mild... The mild inconvenience to WrestleMania, uh, but uh, uh, you guys talked about it a good bit last night and with new names that I wasn't even sure about. Uh, good job. Thanks, guys, for... Uh, WWE uh, Detour. WWE Detour, for instance. was like all of it is. WWE By Lane. But, uh, WWE
1: <laughs> Slippery One Wet.
2: WWE Rest Stop.
1: <laughs> WWE HOV Lane.
2: WWE Falling Rocks.
0: <laughs> WWE Suicidal Deer.
1: <laughs> WWE Merge. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Merge does,
3: but...
2: Merge is TNA. That's when oh. SmackDown and Raw come together. Oh, man.
0: Wow. Okay, but no, when I was in Pittsburgh, there was a lot of stuff that happened. Of course, Roadblock, uh, uh, Fallout from that as well, which I don't know if there's really much Fallout that really happened from Roadblock. It's just kind of a Saturday Night's main event that happened in in in, in retrospect, right? Um, I don't, what? First of all, I want your thoughts. What did you guys think of Roadblock? Because I don't think we've done a recap or anything on that. I know a lot of people probably watched it this weekend. I watched it kind of in parts because I was doing a wrestling show uh, with IWC and Cole Cabana and stuff that night. Uh, So I I like these live events. I like these where we didn't bother to bring the full set and the full lighting. And we didn't even put the ring in the middle of the place. Like they put the ring like, did you guys see the wide shot where there was the, the board for the hockey and it was like over here? Right, like that aisle was the longest I've ever seen an aisle since like WrestleMania three. Right, um, I, I don't know what what were your initial thoughts on on that, Mike?
1: I really uh, liked the show. I, I thought it was a lot of fun. I, I the the setup was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I it reminded me of the old like MSG pay per views where you would just have Survivor Series, then the entrance, and you walk down to the ring. Um, I thought the matches were really good. I was a little disappointed they didn't take a few more risks, but you know, we kind of, that was a pipe dream that we expected them to do it anyway. But, um, uh, I, the, the NXT guys, uh, Enzo and Cass and the, um, the revival, they stepped it up. That was a really good match. And I love the Sammy and Stardust match. That was one of my favorite ones on the card.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's kind of my feeling, too. Like, I loved these matches that didn't, in retrospect, you know, they didn't have a lot riding on them. But at the moment, they were great matches, and there were placeholder things, being, you know, Sammy and Stardust, as you mentioned. Um, I felt Natty and Charlotte had a lot of fun to it. Um it was a really good match. Um, and even a little bit uh, Jericho, uh, maybe not to a lesser degree, Jericho and Swagger. It was like, well, well crap, we haven't seen Swagger, Swagger for a while, right? Um... Bunch of Canadians in Toronto saying "We the People" was a little weird, but oh, very weird. But especially <laughs> like it just seemed like an odd pairing in Toronto. Was Jericho running down, running down, running down uh, Canada? How he moved to America, and then we bring out Mister America next, right? Um, no, seemed...
1: Mr., we didn't bring down Mister America. So he's he's in a court trial.
0: Oh, right, right. Yeah,
1: uh, what, court trial.
0: what about you, Alex? Did you get a chance to ch- catch the show?
3: I actually did not, but I was re- I've was i been kind of reading up on the results on it. It, was, it seemed like a really good show, and frankly, I was quite happy. I think, to be honest, I was really just happy that they did something as bold as put like the NXT tag titles in a show. Now, granted, I know it was technically a house show that they later made into a network special, but still, you know, it's just kind of that thought of having those guys kind of step up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So.
1: Well, well yeah it's like the first main roster exposure to end zone cast which mm-hmm. they're going to be the next ones moving up so we kind of need that a little bit I think yeah. yeah they gotta be they gotta be what about you Matt did you catch the show
2: I did I watched it live mm. um, so I didn't have to worry about not knowing what uh, was going to happen and I thought uh, I thought Charlotte and Natalia was off the chain unbelievable awesome just Natty was in all her wrestling glory they like worked up body scissor at the beginning of the match that was awesome like Natty used her elbows to get out of a body scissor it was freaking great (laughs) so great um and like maximum credit I I love I love house shows because you know there's not going to be a title change Mm -hmm. but then if you get a good match they could like somehow brainwash you into thinking you're going to see a title change and they did that twice they did that in with Natty and Charlotte and they did that with uh Dean and Triple H both those matches were awesome
0: amazing um, yeah, no, I, th- I thought it was pretty good. And and, and and I thought, you know, as I was talking to somebody uh, over the weekend, um, I think at another wrestling show, I was saying, how you know, this is this is WWE kind of flexing its its uh, flexibility muscles a little bit. Right. I, I think I said this also, you know, elimination chamber, MSG live special um, to be able to do something like this. And I think it also gave them something, because if you think about it, there was nothing big in March. Right. Like there's no pay per view sure. in March. There's no. Nope. There's not even an NXT takeover. Um. So I. I feel like they kind of did this to give you something, if you. you know, if you're somebody that really kind of said, "Well, my 9.99 is for the pay per views." Um. To say, "Oh, I. Oh, yeah, I got something this month. I got Roadblock." You know, or. or
2: I, I think it really helps because, like, yeah, you're right. The gap between Fastlane, and WrestleMania is so long. Um. And it just kind of, it feels like it gets like the creative back into the routine that you're used to. So even though they are kind of like long building a couple matches here and there, they're also giving you those matches that they're building to at, at roadblock. And now that roadblock is over, they're jumping in and they, we've got three weeks left to mania and they're starting to ramp up with the rest of the, with the rest of the undercard. It just feels like, it feels more like the routine. It doesn't feel like we're going to be sitting here next week or the week after it being like, well, let WrestleMania just get here anyways. I'm sick of waiting for it. I feel like that kind of sets in because it just takes forever
4: for them
2: mm-hmm. to play these things out. And it's not like anything's really going to happen. You know, They, they tell you the next they're going to be, and WWE is going to do what WWE always does when they're building their matches and laying out their feuds, and you're just going to get that usual stuff. So we might as well just shorten up the time span and get through quickly. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. It kind of feels like that they use this to – Get some of the other stuff out of the way, though. Like, they did this to get Dean Ambrose out of the picture because everyone seemingly wants Dean in the picture. So they're like, fine, we'll throw them a bone. We'll have Dean get a pin on Triple H, and then it won't count for reasons that have never been used before in a wrestling match.
2: (laughs) Dean has a knack for always losing big matches in ways you've never seen people lose wrestling matches before.
1: Yeah, I mean... Sorg was talking about his iPad him. Sorg's basically a Dean Ambrose of this podcast. Yeah. Because Dean had monitors blow up on him and that's never happened before. Nope. Apparently, pins don't count if the person's if the person who's doing the pins foot is under the rope. That's never been a thing. Yeah, it has. No, I, it hasn't. I see it all no, the time. The I, person getting pinned with their feet under the rope, yes. That's been a thing. Yokozuna used to pin people while holding on to the ropes after a bonsai drop.
2: We need to get uh, Jimmy Cordero on the line and ask we do. We, a good we question. Do. We this do. This needs to be and asked. Plus,
1: they never showed us all the angles. I don't think his foot was under that bomb
2: rope. They gave us a very detailed spot shadow. But that said, Dean was screwed. So, But it's better that way. I'd rather Dean get screwed. Then just lose. But he did get screwed. And he did just lose. So we kinda got back, to he back into the left. Back into the left. Back
0: and to the left. Dean <sighs> Dean Ambrose theory. Um but no, yeah, I thought it was it was pretty good going into things. Of course, we knew we knew. We knew going into Pittsburgh, like everybody was gonna be there, and everybody was there. And um I was surprised, like I, I, I think I said this in, in reaction to you guys' is, uh uh, raw wrap-up last night. Like I, You really feel like, Mike, that nothing really kind of happened last night aside from Roman coming back?
1: No, I mean, I, it, I, I feel like they wasted a good portion of the show on something that ultimately didn't happen. But you're talking about the Dolph Ziggler thing? The Dolph Ziggler thing and the Vince, Shane, and Undertaker thing. Okay. Because honestly... Those were the two biggest segments, and they ultimately m- meant nothing. Like, I'm still excited for the Hell in a Cell match. I think that's going to be a fantastic match. I wish we had an actual reason for it mm-hmm. <laughs> because there doesn't seem to be one. I still think the match is going to be fun. but
2: um, Well, there, yeah. there, there is a reason. There is a stipulation for the,
1: for the yeah, match. Yeah, but there's you no reason to
2: take over Raw. Now, I know well, The Undertaker has no reason, but to me that's part of the – that's part of the mystery and the mystique of the match. Almost is that, is that you're not even though, even after he's choke slam Shane, you're still kind of like, why the hell is he doing that? I think that's part of the. I think that's part of the story, to be honest.
1: I don't think there is a story. I don't think there is a story. I think mean, there's uh, I a forget ton forget of story. It last night on the hangout? Um, I think it might have been Bobby. Uh, someone said that. What if inside the lockbox is the Undertaker's urn? I mean, that's a really cool story. Mm-hmm. Like, inside the lockbox is the control of the Undertaker. Here's
0: and the other Lucha question. Make sense. Do you really think the lockbox is actually going to come out of, up as a story element here Never. in the near future? You see, this, Never. Is, this
2: <laughs> is how spoiled we are by Lucha Underground Sword. <laughs> this is what has happened. Because now, now all of us will look at WWE television which has never given us anything with subtext <laughs> in its entire existence. And we're going to try to look for hidden meanings? Sorry, it ain't happening.
1: Sorg, it's been over a year and a half. Still, one of my favorite characters on Lucha Underground has never been fucking seen. <laughs> <laughs> that's how good that program is. Listen, just one because. One of my favorite characters has only been seen on a digital comic. <laughs> like, that's a thing. That exists, right. and we've never actually seen him. Just because you yeah. like
0: saying Matanda, you know, I mean... It,
2: well, because it's so fucking good to have a monster who
1: will eat people locked in a cage and threaten to use them.
3: Okay, speaking of crazy theories, here's my theory on what's in that lockbox. Oh. A Red Bull. Red Bull yeah. figure.
1: No, the no, if, if anything, like it. it's going to be Hornswoggle sponsoring Red Bull. It's just it going to be a giant lockbox. Hornswoggle's
2: fraternity lock papers are in the <laughs> uh,
1: lockbox. As, as, <laughs> as soon as you open the lockbox, Hornswoggle flies away. And he just screams, Red Bull gives you
0: wings! Mr.
3: Kennedy's contract is in that lockbox. <laughs> we
1: dare not speak his name.
0: I think it's a bag of uh, chicken fries and grilled Burger King hot dogs that have never rotted.
2: That's true. It's that a bag of skittles.
1: It's Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Fruity, fruity, delicious skittles.
2: Wow. Yeah. Um, Um, So, Sorbetron, we were kind of buzzing around this point before we got sidetracked and started talking about the lockbox. But you were talking to Mad Mike about how nothing really happened um, at Raw, and maybe it didn't. I don't really care, because I, I... Whenever I go to a live event, I get like completely sucked in. And I swear, I'm convinced right. no matter what show I'm at, I'm at the best wrestling show I've ever been to in my life. My brain just wants to believe this. And then I listen to, like, you know, listen to a couple people do a recap. You guys, of course, first and foremost. Uh, maybe those other also rans whatever those losers are, and then uh, they start talking about, well, the crowd didn't really sound that loud. And I'm like, w- were we at the same show? I, I heard mm-hmm. a lot of crowd noise. Sir. Then again, we that had crowd like was insane at we, the beginning of the match. Did you hear them during the during the opening main event match, the, the <laughs> opening match that they taped for main event, Summer Rae and Natalia, and they blew the roof off the they arena. Did. They actually Summer did, yeah. Summer Rae and Natalya.
0: Uh, and also, you know, were we really hearing the crowd, or is it just the two rows behind us screaming? Uh, you know, because I had a little bit of that that I couldn't hear people on the microphone uh, over that. I think but. maybe
2: being on the upper deck, like, you get the sound of the crowd kind of comes up to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but because of the acoustics in the console arena and a lot of newer arenas, it seems like we just don't get that nice reverberation uh, that really kind of amps up the sound anymore whenever we're cheering. Well- Let's let's, so, let's That's talk, a bigger problem.
0: Let's talk about this because I know we we had this discussion because a weird thing happened. So you guys saw the Roman Reigns thing. I know you guys talked about it on Raw Wrap Up last night how like well everybody was booing him, you know, and everybody was whatever. But a weird thing happened. I know you guys didn't get to see this, but so we got to the point where they're fighting in the back, and we're all watching it on the big screens, and the you know fifteen thousand people freaking watching it on, on on giant screens, right? That's what we got to. And I'm blocking because the light is shining up from the from the from the uh, lighting rig that they have above the ring. Like for some reason it's shining towards us up in the cheap cheap seats. So I can barely see it. So I'm holding my hand up, trying to see the video on the, on the, on the, you know, screen in the middle. And, uh, and then like it went off and everybody started applauding. And I'm not entirely <laughs> sure what we were. Were we applauding that Roman Reigns was gone from the screen or were, were we applauding everything that transpired with Roman Reigns?
2: we we were cheering violence we
0: we, we, like, we just like everybody was just like yeah violence at that point
2: yeah we were we were cheering violence. because it got completely out of hand and it's always fun when mark henry has to step in and be like be cool be cool you know <laughs> that's when you know it's gone too far and uh yeah I think yeah people were just cheering violence they they were not cheering Roman. that's for sure. No. I thought Pittsburgh was going to be cool. Pittsburgh. I thought we were going to be cool with Roman. you know we were kind of in the get along gang last time they were in town. yeah Shamus was still the champ we yeah. wanted Roman to win. I, I thought yeah. Roman was going to win the title that night, and yeah. I thought the crowd was ready for it uh tonight, man, they were in there booing. there was you can't wrestle mm-hmm. there was uh See, I don't. I thought,
1: I thought you guys were just cheering because Roman was not in your peripheral anymore.
2: <laughs> no, that was like an applause for like, yay! That was a fun segment. Good job. Yeah. Like the same way that like we applauded after the Social outcast did their spot for the hot dogs. Like they they did it. And like everyone's like, ha, 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 and there's like this little smattering of applause because we we're just like, ah, oh, very amusing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was.
0: Like 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 Pittsburgh is equal parts um ruthless and and pleasant. Um I mean I knew we were going to be in trouble because they played the tap out commercial at one point and they were booing the tap out commercial when Roman came up. And I'm like, <coughs> they "Oh, were, yeah. if he if he if he returns tonight, it is going to be unglued bad when he walks out here."
1: Okay, I, I have a legitimate question. Mhm. Who do you think would get louder boos at this point? Roman Reigns punching Triple H or Eva Marie just standing there? Mm. I'm thinking Roman.
2: I'm thinking Roman, too, because I think um, like if you just sent Eva Marie out there, I think people would be they might boo her. But there'd be that kind of like ironic. yay she's here kind of thing, too, you know? Whenever you see somebody that you haven't seen for a while on the main roster, you get excited. So um, people wouldn't unless, been excited. unless it's Roman. <laughs> well, everybody knew where he was. <laughs> yeah,
0: everybody knew what was happening there. Um, although it was funny, I don't know if you noticed this, but when uh, Roman's entrance music hit, and of course they went and looked, even I saw Ushers checking to see if he was coming through. Up there on oh, the up, cool. up there on the upper level. like No, I think they were just confused, because I, I, I think it's like the people like know that they get the heads up when he comes out, and I, I think there was just a bunch of ushers at the top of there saying, "Oh fuck, nobody told me about this. Where, what's going on? Where is he?" You oh, know? Yeah. Like I think, I think, he, I think they got swapped up by that too, to a certain extent. And I thought it was, it was kind of interesting. So, do you
2: think that was the? Uh, do you think that was the end of the entrance from the crowd for Roman? you think that was. He's going to do be. the ramp from now on. It should be, but it's not going to be.
0: Yeah, I I th- I think it should be too. Like I think I think we're at that point. Like that that He needs to stop th- cosplaying as the shield. Yeah, he does. Um maybe get some new music. Um mm-hmm. maybe maybe some new colors. No, some- get someone to remix it maybe, I don't know. Oh, there you go. Somebody called basic sickness. There you go. Um
1: but uh, He should for full on hatred, he should just come out to a flow ride a song. I wouldn't complain. Or Machine Gun Kelly. Just, nah. just one of them. <laughs>
2: Nobody comes out the machine gun. Oh, Florida
3: Georgia them. Line.
2: No. no. He's <laughs> <Not bad. laughs> He is from Florida.
3: Near the Georgia or Line. I like to, or as I like to call it, the flag of line. <laughs>
2: Very nice. Country Very Samoan. Nice. That
0: could be... I, I can't go anywhere from there. Um, all right. We're going to get back. We're going to talk about injuries here in a moment. And and, and anything else we have uh, uh, thoughts of? There. I mean, it's really... It's all WrestleMania. I mean, is there... I mean, you guys are covering everything else on the midweek war and everything. Um, and it, 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 it's all about the lead up to WrestleMania. Listen, this is the big thing uh, going in, into things. Hey, but in the meantime, you know what? It's a big thing around here. We get pizza here in studio. Matt Carnes has had some of it, Mad Mike has had some of it. We're going to fax some to Alex Cars out there in California. There you are. There you go. We're working on that technology. There's plenty of technolo- technological startups here in Pittsburgh, and one of them I know is working on faxing that pizza. Uh, Slice on Broadway, our good friends over there uh, up here on in, in the South Hills of Pittsburgh or down in Carnegie, PA, or opening here very shortly in PNC Park, the home of the Pittsburgh Pirates. There you go. That's the mayhem bump if I've ever heard one. Uh, so uh, uh, go check them out. Uh, if you're in the area, um, uh, uh, drop in, say hi. They greeted me at the door with my pizza. That is amazing. They saw my car pulling up. These guys are great. These guys are great. If you get, if you if you're a regular, they notice. Um, but sliceonbroadway.com. Check out pgh underscore slice on the twitters and slice on Broadway on Facebook and uh, on the Instagram. Um, they're uh, uh, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza now at the PC- PNC Park with the Pittsburgh Pirates very shortly. Uh, so go check them out and let them know you heard about them on the Wrestling Mayhem show. So um, injuries, injuries, yes.
2: Can I interject one more note about Raw from Monday night? Okay, go for it. Just wanted to say, someone reminded me in the chat room, Jack Swagger failed his country on Monday (laughs) because the League of Nations were doing a four-on-three beatdown on the New Day, which was screaming for someone to come to the rescue. And who else to save a a trio from a gang of angry Euros than the All-American American? And where was he, Sorg? Apparently just chilling in the backstage. Waiting with Mark Henry doing nothing. Come on, Swags. Am I the only one who feels this way? Am yeah. I here on the island? I mean, I'm all right with that. Not the first time.
1: I mean, I don't, I don't think Jack Swagger. He knows he wouldn't have been saved if that was him out there.
2: <laughs> Next week, four-on-one down of Jack Swagger, by the way. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sure, No yeah. one comes to his he's rescue. In,
0: He's in the rotation. Was he out injured or just... Gone.
1: I th- well, it's because they also had a split shift staff for uh, Roadblock. Mm-hmm. So I think they were like, eh, who can make Jericho look good? I know. Swagger. Right. He was just the one. Because not-
0: yeah, I was wondering, about, cause it, it, it did very much look like, yeah, this is a house show we converted. Right. Like even more show than, than pulling our resources and doing uh, Elimination Chamber. Wasn't there also a house show during Elimination Chamber? when that dropped
1: um yeah i
0: believe so so i mean and that's why you see like kind of these 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 kind of odd shifts and everything well uh there was some more bad news the injury bug uh hit again uh and and we well i don't know we didn't really notice we're just like wow that was really awkward and 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 just thought that's how the segment went but of course um poor neville holy crap have you guys seen the video from this um, yeah, yeah. They they posted the video of basically like when they were looking at his ankle. Uh, so Neville, of course, had a match with Chris Jericho. It got weird and kind of cut short. I, I, I guys, you guys were telling me about before the show. I want to talk about some of the referee controversy around that as well. Um, but uh, uh, Neville, uh, they said that I'm I'm amazed. I'm kind of surprised they did this. Uh, but no, they were, they were, they just had a camera in the locker room when they were first checking out his boot um um you know trying to take his boot off and everything right and uh and and, and Eamon Eamon said it right it's like the, the look on his face when he when when they told him yeah it's broken is just sad it it, it just it breaks your heart absolutely there um but you can check that over on com. um Man, uh, it, it, and I know there's some stills about like what his ankle did, and what Matt was it was that you that pointed out like of all the things he does, and sliding between uh, Jericho's legs apparently is yeah. the thing that did it.
2: Is it? That's always the way it happens. Uh, you do all your flippy stuff, and then you go to do a baseball slide, and you uh, you wreck yourself. But apparently, um, someone oh, mentioned to me probably that should you guys remember. It, it, whatever, check it check yourself. Um, <laughs> Um, if you remember way back to the, the glory days, well, not really, but the uh, the dying last days of ECW, uh, apparently Rob Van Dam injured himself almost the exact same way and hmm. um, did some damage to his like um, doing a baseball slide. Um, I guess it's not as easy as it looks. So I guess this is kind of a dangerous maneuver because of the canvas and the footwear. Sometimes you can get caught and you can get yourself, uh, you know, if you get too much grip on the canvas when you're sliding, mm-hmm. your momentum can kind of wreck you.
0: Um, That's what I always worry about with guys like him, and, and, and you know uh, that that slide into the ring the way they do, like full speed, and then right there between the you know bottom rope and the apron, like every time that happens, like and I, and I take notice of it, I think back to is like, man, I remember when Vince McMahon botched that and blew out like both his knees, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, yeah. and 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 it takes just you know one one misstep on that, one minor miscalculation. Which is, I mean, which is why these guys are the athletes they are, right? Um, it, it is actually funny, Matt. I was um, uh, noticing in that match, uh, you know, I, I kind of remember back like early days of Daniel Bryan in uh, WWE, and remember he would go up on the rope and do this kind of backflip thing over over somebody, right? Like he, he would climb t- turnbuckles and do a flip backwards, and, and sometimes it wasn't terribly crisp. And it feels like Neville is, and I was, tr- I was really kind of thinking about like. What is about Neville that he seems like very on? Like he doesn't seem to miss that, right? Like he's a little more precise. And then this happened. So I'm sorry, Neville, for <laughs> for not doubting you, I guess. Um, but no, that's really sad. And he, and he was on online to be um in a three way with uh uh Owens and, and Sami Zayn, right? Like that was that was that was gonna happen that we know of, right?
2: Uh people think yeah, there's gonna be a big multi man, there may be like four or five, six guys, you know. Mm-hmm. All it does is uh, brings back memories of uh, my boy Wade Barrett. Got hurt right before WrestleMania one time. I think he was in line for money in the bank that year, sword. But
1: uh, now I have a question. With Neville's injury, do you think they may just move this to a straight up one on one match now with Zayn and Owens, and then put the rest of the guys they planned in the Battle Royal?
2: I don't know if they. I don't know because honestly, that might be a blessing in disguise. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. That's asking a lot, especially for. I mean, Sammy just showed up on the main roster. You know.
1: Yeah, so did AJ. He's getting a one-on-one match. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, but if he's not, if he's not going one-on-one against
2: Jericho, I'll eat my hat.
0: Yeah, but AJ. Who do
2: you, who do you think came in with more? Casual WWE fan awareness when they debuted, Styles or Zayn? Like who did more casual WWE are fans you talking into look at him and say, oh, it's him. In, well, into I mean, Who do you think was more well-known to them? Which which Sami
1: Zayn appearance are you talking about? Are you talking about his one against John Cena, his appearance in the Rumble, or okay, his let's actual go main roster the, the debut?
2: Actual, the actual main roster debut. Than Sami. Well, I mean like the first time he showed up on Raw then. Oh. When he wrestled Cena, right? No, actually, it was a tag match before that. Whatever. I'm killing my argument. I'm just wondering, like... <laughs> you, get my, feel- you get where I'm going at with I'd this, still- though. It,
1: it's all a matter of location. Like, I'm not, I'm discounting that whole tag team match that was the build-up because that wasn't handled well. Just like Charlotte didn't have that match against Natty. Mm-hmm. No, whatever. But um, the Sami Zayn match against Cena was in Canada. He was introduced by Bret Hart. Like... People knew who Sammy Zane was there because he's Canadian. AJ Styles was brought in, in, into Florida, where the Impact Zone lives. Yeah. People knew who AJ Styles was there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I would say, based on those two, probably AJ. But if you put them in a vacuum, I'd say Sammy.
2: Sammy. and Sammy and Owens have all this history that they could build an amazing story around, but it just doesn't feel like they're very interested in telling... The story of Owens like killing Sammy and putting him on the shelf and basically putting his career on pause for however many months he was out.
1: Isn't Matt it... Carlin's clearly doesn't watch SmackDown.
2: No, I don't. It doesn't count.
1: I was gonna uh, say Mics I thought, thought that it was literally all about everything you just said.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> well you know what? Well, there wasn't a hint of it on Raw, and about a million and a half more people watch Raw every week. So
1: Well that's the, and that's the problem. It seems with like Raw, that's something that they need to yeah. I don't think it's that far off anymore if you if you look at the ratings. It's pretty the ratings are kinda close, which are scary. Has it? Yeah. <laughs> Just,
0: get Just it. throwing that out there. Just throwing <laughs> that out there. Um also, yeah, apparently it was a night for cameras to be um right right back there with injuries. Because they also threw one back there with uh uh uh, uh Triple H's uh, uh bloody back of the head uh from, from that brawl that we talked about a little bit earlier. And yeah, that's no, no, he got cut. He got cut pretty good. Um, yeah, my guess is from when he was throwing stuff around a, around the production uh, over by the stage. Um, that's what it seemed to be when I was looking back at the at the clip actually earlier. So, um, but uh, yeah, interesting night in Pittsburgh to say the least. Um, either way, anything else you guys want to touch on about this? Uh, 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 Matt, do you have any other kind of observations from the live crowd uh, that we attended? Because I mean, those, that's always interesting to kind of see. This is probably the show where I least paid attention to production.
2: Yeah, I think the only time I really paid attention to production was when they were uh, doing Undertaker's entrance, just because I was interested to see how they kind of set that thing up. But I never knew they used a big boom rig camera to get them doing the lights up move. Um, At any rate, um, this is insane because I've been a wrestling fan for 30 plus years, but last night was my first time ever seeing Undertaker live. Period. I'd never seen Undertaker live before. Wow. My first time ever seeing Triple H make his entrance for a match live. I'd never seen I'd seen him do his authority bit. I'd never seen Triple H enter the arena to have a match live. Here comes time to play the game. I'd never seen it before. It was awesome. Oh wow. Yeah. Crazy.
0: I love that these are all the things that you could have potentially have seen ten to fifteen years ago. Like 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 every one of those things.
2: Yeah, yeah. I wasn't a lapsed fan or anything. I just was not a, a really a live event uh, kind of go kind of guy uh, for a long mm. time. And uh, yeah, I really have only really started to go to like RAWs and things like that very recently. Wow, it's also um,
1: much easier to get live tickets now.
2: Is it? Yeah, has it? Internet, <laughs> internet. Come on, sorry. Wait,
1: how did how did There's you used to? Fifteen years ago, you had to go wait online or call a Ticketmaster broker.
0: Or go, go to the
2: supermarket?
0: I, I believe for us, it was go to uh, drive to the mall uh, uh, half an hour away and go to the J C JCPenney's to find the
2: Ticketmaster outlet. Your national record mark. Yeah.
0: In the nope, that, we didn't have na- national record <laughs> Mart. <marked. laughs> nope, nope. It was uh, where they put the <laughs> Ticketmaster? Oh, it's this weird place over here by the lingerie, right? Okay, let's get tickets for Marilyn Manson and WWE. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Insane clown posse? No. Trust me, they're okay. Anyways, uh, so I, 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 did you not, check but, under I for insane? Yes. Yes. <laughs> no. Make sure in that in that case, make sure you're wearing the T-shirt of the band you're going to see. You know, in the lingerie department of JCPenney, so they know what you're talking about. Um, so you got like these guys right here. Yeah, these these guys right here. Do, do you do you want to get a ticket too? Do, do, do you want to? be my date? No okay. you want to go, yeah, yeah, you don't know, you don't know this, um anyways, uh, let's know your thoughts and everything. Thank you everybody in the chat room hanging out uh <laughs> tragar used to have to go to j c. Penny's Tregar knows what I'm talking about,
2: yeah, oh those j c. Penny tickets, man, the lines were around the block. Or maybe it was coffee,
1: dude, those lines went all the way down past the bathrooms into young men's section, and boy, the weirdos <laughs> you saw in that section <laughs> they should not have been there. You
0: should see you should see the coffee. What are
1: you
2: doing in Petites? I'm waiting for my insane of- <laughs> tickets,
1: of course. What yeah. are you doing in Petites? <laughs> the line always went right to the Hanes Cross Crosser Heart draining bras section and that's where everyone just got really <laughs> awkward. Nobody wants to be there. And and no one and then like we didn't have smartphones then, so we couldn't pretend we were playing Angry Birds the whole time. We were waiting online too. We're just sitting there like just Someone standing there.
2: Hopefully, Walmart the on the packaging for the training bra? Mm.
0: Hands in your no pocket. Way, just, looking, just looking around.
2: See, the only,
3: only JCPenney memories I have are the old Christmas catalogs. That's it.
2: Maybe you go in once or twice. So The ones that were like three inches thick, those ones? Yes. Yeah. Oh, Wasn't
1: goodness. that the Sears wish book, you guys? Not the JCPenney one. They both I had, had one for a while. Why
2: not both? Okay, okay, it was probably Penny's too.
1: What the they hell? They sent to
2: a telephone book for Christmas to order out of. That's right.
0: <laughs> that's right. All that paper. All that paper. But it was way more interesting than the telephone book. But In
2: my day!
0: <laughs> that's what it looks like when you have all the G.I. Joes. Okay. Um, anyways... <laughs> Anyways, uh, we don't have... Uh, hey, guys, why don't you go visit the Sears catalog of indie wrestling over at IndieWrestling.us. Um, it's got some great stuff over there. Great column by Matt Harlan's himself uh, uh, recapping the weekend in, in, in indie wrestling. Uh, and, and, of course, we got some great stuff over there from our friends at International Wrestling Cartel, Renegade Wrestling Alliance, Vicious Outcast Wrestling, uh, Legend of Virgil, and 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 all all the like. Um, and uh, how about that
2: IWC show on how Saturday about Nights, that
0: IWC <laughs> show actually. <laughs> I don't think I properly listened.
1: Someone knows what to do with them.
0: You can go check out IWC fifteen. <laughs> it's actually available now over here. Did I, put, did I link it. There it is. Uh, Cole Cabana was part of this. DJZ against Jimmy Nuts for the IWC Heavyweight Title. The ending. <laughs> the ending will shock you. It did it shocked me and I was there live switching it. Dave Christ, uh, Gory, Pedro. Nobody else is gonna care about this except for us, but Pedro was back talking about the cache. Uh and it was it was a great, great, awesome night. Um there is a there is a moment where somebody took a scissor lift to the ring and jumped off it into the ring. Oh yeah. Who is it? You'll have to get the DVD to find out or wait till I finally get that clip online. Um so go check it out. I uh indie IWC uh, IWC 15, IWC's Proof Grounds 5. Very shortly, sooner or later, when I get to it, RWA Fury 5 will be up as well. Uh, so freshly edited, I got about half edited at this point. Uh, so uh, look out for all that stuff, indywrestling.us. Sign up, and you get a free wrestling show. Who's on that wrestling show? I don't remember. I'm pretty sure AJ Styles is a part of that, Christopher Daniels. All kinds of p- cool people, and of course the stars of the IWC. Um, so we're gonna go check out some more from our 10-year party at Looking for Group this past January, um, and we'll be right back with a big question, um, something very special coming up uh, on the uh, on WrestlingMayhemShow.com and the uh, what you've been waiting for, the Patreon in the Bank edition of Mayhem
1: Mania. We'll be right. back. For the perfect time I started as just a fan. Uh, I started a couple years back uh, as a fan, and then I started emailing the show. And then while I was emailing the show, uh, they had this little uh, orientation type situation where they actually asked people to be on the actual Mayhem show. So, and I think my first episode was uh, the Butterbean. SJK conversation i'm not sure why i was on there but it was a lot of fun we're
0: back wrestling mayhem show check out all those videos uh the 10-year playlist over on the youtube page and we got a few over at the facebook for wrestling mayhem show as well all right hey before we get to the big question i want to give a shout out We, we got uh something coming up here uh, a, 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 another kind of thought experiment and, and the idea we're going to do March mayhem. Everybody's getting bracket crazy here with March madness. And, uh, so we're doing a little bit of experiment. I, I don't know how it's going to go. I don't know if you guys are going to dig it, but, but we're, we're giving it a shot. So you'll see a link on the website here, uh, in the coming days, uh, where there's this wonderful bracket, big props to Riz, by the way, for, uh, setting this up. Uh, so, uh, there, there's a bracket and we're going to determine the best match ever Determined partially by the Mayhemers here and by uh, you guys um out there as well uh through voting. Um so the idea is uh yeah, we set up some brackets. What was it? We did um one one championship match, one mid card, one wild card, and one other match. And one non-title match. And one non-title match specifically and amongst six of us here at the wrestling mayhem show and we have a bracket together of, of you know basically we go through and uh, uh tell us which of the two matches uh, uh from bracket to bracket that you think win. it's going to be a voting system and uh and, and like i said uh, look for that here on our facebook on our uh, twitter on our WrestlingMayhemShow.com, and uh, and join us for the march mayhem and uh, maybe we'll see uh how that goes through and see if it gets quite as heated as, uh, as 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 uh, a mayhem mania probably will be here
1: in a few minutes. But first, Matt and Mike, we have a big yes. question to get to. I I do. I, I Matt Collins is going to ask the question, but I'm going to phrase how this question came up. Um so last night I was watching Raw as as I want to do on Monday nights and my my friend Jen is on Twitter and she is she watched wrestling Back in the back in the late '90s and early 2000s, I'm not sure if I would technically qualify her as a fan, but I know she likes to tweet about it occasionally. And this all came up when she was surprised that Chris Jericho was still wrestling. Mm-hmm. And she began to. Uh, by the way, if you want to follow her on Twitter, her Twitter handle is at OMG. It's Jen. Jen, I apologize for all the weirdo followers you would get who will listen to this show. Anyway, uh, basically, after that um the jericho conversation she started to ask me about all the wrestlers that she knew of back when she watched and pretty much every single one of them she asked me about i said yep he still wrestles he still wrestles they still wrestle like she asked me about tommy dreamer about triple h and she loves the rock so i was uh, i'm like oh you should watch wrestlemania the rock's gonna be there what he's doing we don't know Uh, she asked me about the Hardy boys. So I showed her a picture of baby Maxwell who she thought was very cute and she thought Matt Hardy looked 9,000 years old. So you can tell that's why we're friends. Um, but yeah, it, it led to a really kind of like, it got a little dark when she started asking about Mike awesome, but we won't get into that, but uh, it kind of led into, um, what we wanted to discuss for the big question this week. And Matt, I believe you phrased it better than I did.
2: Uh, yeah, I think the big question is, why do we still need all these old wrestlers? Yeah. I, I, it makes sense. I, it and makes I want sense. you to really think about it. like, Because there is a reason. It's because... We don't have any new wrestlers. That's why we still need the old ones. Well here, here's the so thing. What the hell happened?
0: So here's the thing that I'm thinking. If we're we're talking about the previous generation and, and the people that were big in the previous generation, right? You know, who who was main eventing oh, this is gonna get really sad actually, now that I think about it. Who was main eventing uh ten years ago at this point? So we're talking two thousand five, right? Uh you had comebacks of some people that are around now, right? I, I know Shawn Michaels Strick Flair finally retired. Um you ready well, one we have a rash of injuries, of course, this year, but still, in the meantime, you have guys that probably would still be relevant and would still be probably wrestling in undertaker age and triple h age if they didn't get neck injuries and concussions. I'm talking about Daniel Bryan, I'm talking about Edge and hell, even Christian to a point right or mm-hmm. or you know think about some other unfortunately some that have passed. Like Eddie, yep, Gr- Eddie, Eddie, Brown. Brown. you, you, you can don't throw think those guys
2: in there, if, if, if you can throw other guys in there. You can throw guys like test. Right. You no, know? right. If Test, you know, there are a lot of guys like, you know, and, and maybe we're making assumptions. and I don't want to make assumptions about people who are dead, but, you know, guys who maybe if they're a little bit luckier in their health or maybe taking better care of themselves or avoided certain pitfalls that come upon anybody in all sorts of fields that we could still have some of these guys around to still have awesome matches. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, and I think to a point you do have, I feel like Jericho's from that generation. I feel like Jericho's from that Eddie Guerrero, Benoit, Dean Malenko generation. Right. And obviously he is still out there and he is still super relevant. I I feel, um, but
1: the thing with Jericho is mm -hmm. he's taken a lot of time off. Yes. He's pursued other ventures. Like, I I think that has a lot to do with it. Like the reason Batista isn't wrestling right now is because he's a giant movie star. Mm -hmm. The same with the rock. Mm -hmm. Like there are guys who have just left to do other
2: things. And I think Jericho is also kind of a, he's kind of a freak in a way. I mean, he doesn't get hurt. He's been extremely fortunate over his career. He does, dude does not get injured for Mm -hmm. one, whatever reason. Um,
0: Super cautious in the ring, I, I suppose. Um, but no, I think that's the other thing too, is there are other options and people are taking on those other options, right? Um, you know, e- e- even looking at something with somebody like Edge who is doing something different, you know, outside of his injury or, or, you know, you can't think that Stone Cold wouldn't be around in some vein right now if he didn't get injured,
1: right? Especially with this WrestleMania in Texas. Right, right. Yeah. I, 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 I can't imagine you won't see Stone
0: Cold at WrestleMania right and now i get that maybe rock being advertised is more of a big deal since he's mr fast and the furious movie star or whatever right uh but you can't Although tell
1: Rock's me been, like the past five wrestle movies so yeah exactly <laughs> i don't know if it's really that big of a deal anymore
0: exactly but but still um i think i think I, I i wouldn't even be surprised if like maybe a week before we do get a rumbling hey stone cold will be there it's not like stone cold isn't around he's obviously actively doing things as far as the podcast goes um and, and that's about it of course um or or they used to truck him out for the legends kind of open you know the legends things they used to do when they had the random 3 hour raws instead of like every week or the old raw old schools or anything like that um no i i think it is just the nexus of of the rash of injuries rash of other opportunities and and did we really build anybody as big as that flux of people that we had then? And plus other opportunities in the fact that we have the Hardy Boys that are, have been everywhere but WWE for the past five years, right? Like, what right. would they be doing if they were around? You know, maybe Jeff Hardy would be an even bigger star if he stuck around instead of taking a powder after uh, the CM Punk feud. Or CM Punk. That situation... Sorry, Pittsburgh says they're sorry. Um. <laughs>
2: I mean, you know, Kurt Angle. I mean, yeah, we know the reason yeah. that he left was he's partially health-related and mm. maybe extended his career by a good, long while by going to TNA. um' Van Damme, you know, he had a lot of mileage left on him for whatever reason, just decided that it wasn't worth it to go through that grind anymore, take the lighter schedule. I mean, at TNA... How much responsibility does TNA take for throwing money at these guys to work less dates in relative obscurity? Um, <laughs> in their, back, staying, in their, you know, their backyard? Staying away from um, us for a decade, you know? PD. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. RVD. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, I, uh, I mean, Hulk Hogan, too.
0: And, yeah. and, and, and that uh, TNA was relatively in the uh, retirement home backyard of all these guys in Florida.
1: <laughs> this is true.
0: I mean, let's think about this. It's like, oh, come on, work TNA. We film once a month, have a smattering of live shows that you probably won't come to anyways. And we're in Orlando. You're also probably in the greater Florida area. Uh, That's not so bad versus if WWE, right? Exactly. Because, I mean, what's the thing everybody complains about? That road schedule.
2: And the and travel and the toll.
1: Exactly. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. It's almost well,
1: like if WWE did less road dates, maybe everyone will be a lot healthier.
0: Which you do get, but you also get guys like Brock Lesnar coming in and doing minimal dates. Guys like Jericho coming in and doing just, just a smattering of dates. Like I think I, I and again, I don't know if that I don't know if that contributes, but I think that the more that happens and the more you move your Randy Ortons and John Cena's to a schedule like that, the longer they'll be around. Right?
1: at the same time do we want them around longer because that kind of just perpetuates the problem Mm. like all right um my my friend there's a a big
2: difference right now between a guy like randy orton who is still in his prime mm. and uh chris jericho and undertaker and triple h and those guys who are clearly past their prime um still have a lot to offer um But are those the guys you want on top? Let's let's um, flip it to New Japan, real quick, where you will see you know a lot. They'll put a lot of their you know legendary guys in you know multi-man tag matches just to kind of like you know in the opener they'll send Jushin Thunder Liger out in the opener because dude can't work a one-on-one match you know every single night anymore. But you know people like to see him. So ideally, is that what? You know, it just sounds insane. No, no. But you know, is that what these you know older guys should be used for? Put them in some you know, put them in some opening tag matches. Let them groom the younger guys. You know, stuff like that. Well, I think you also. Uh, John Cena,
1: happening. John Cena, in the U.S. title. Okay, that's got good on. booking.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: That was good booking. You you allowed Seth Rollins, a new star, to be the top guy. We like, have I mean, Grant, he still got overshadowed by Cena at points, but. Cena was out of the main event scene and the product was better as a whole for it. Like, uh, um, my, my friend Jen is listening live and she said that, uh, like as an answer to the question is that the guys from 10 years ago are awesome. And that's because wrestling was a lot more popular back then. Like, like she's, she's a casual fan now and she watched occasionally. She thinks the guys that they're trotting out now, like Sheamus and Roman Reigns would get their asses handed to them by like guys like The Rock and Triple H back then and stuff like that. Like, and she's not wrong. Mm-hmm. WWE is not building stars because they're resting on the laurels of the guys that were big ten, fifteen, twenty years ago.
0: I think, and I think that's that's important because um, you you say, "Well, this guy's on top." You got to think like WCW. We had guys on top like Hulk Hogan, which couldn't turn in a good match to save his life, right? Um, versus now we have well, actually, in the long run, Triple H and Undertaker. Can still go right. I still like, in in a lot of aspects, these guys that are in their 40s can outwork half the guys on the roster that are in the 20s. That's the problem.
2: I think even Rick Flair could outwork people well into his upper 40s, you know. And you know, he's accepted the a rule. I mean, that's if a character could play for. right? Anomalies,
0: all right, we're, we're losing you a little bit there, Matt. But uh, I, I don't know if it's something with your your
1: network or what A little row body. A little row body. A little bit row body. But yeah, I mean, like, I don't know if it's necessarily true that Taker and all those guys can outwork some of the younger guys. Mm-hmm. I think the younger guys need to be given that chance mm-hmm. to be put on that big pedestal. Because so, when, if you watch the Undertaker when he was the same age as these guys, he couldn't work as well as he can now. No, no. We well, didn't have to because he had Hulk Hogan it, the all Warrior. It's all time and opportunity. Like, and we've had guys who were able to take the mantle at one point, and the trigger was never pulled on them.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Like Carlito was a guy that would have been really fun, like mid-2000s, that could have been pushed. I remember going to New Year's Resol- Revolution with the uh, Elimination Chamber. Carlito and Chris Masters trucked Kane, Kurt Angle, John Cena, and Shawn Michaels. If it wasn't for uh, Cena, you know, being John Cena at the end of the match, they, Chris Masters and Carlito were legitimate dudes. They were legitimate in that fight, and they trucked everyone else in that match.
2: Mm -hmm. There is like, there's a gap. There's like a lost generation, and like guys like, I know you guys don't hear this, but like Mr. Kennedy is part of it. Um, Carlito, uh Sheldon
0: Benjamin, to think guys. John Morrison, um, a great
2: example of someone who left. Yeah, well, um, yeah, exactly. Um, so again, so, so good some weird yeah, up here. Yeah, Jesus, you know. Yeah, those guys were there. They weren't developed. They moved on, uh, and they missed the whole. They missed the train on these guys. I mean, maybe they'll come back. It'd be nice
0: to think about. that They might come back. And... I love that Matt.
2: Feel, uh, Matt sounds a like. Lot of Worth. Matt. I apologize to everybody. Matt. I didn't I mean to say where that's just from Matt, Matt, Matt,
0: Matt, Matt, you sound like a bad auto tune. I'm sorry. Matt, Matt's using his funny <laughs> <bloody> West <whistle. laughs> uh, I don't know what's going on with that. I don't, I don't, Matt I don't know.
1: is channeling Carly Ray Johnson. Try to try
0: to try to bounce out and back into the hangout. It probably, uh, probably needs corrected right. there. Uh, we got some got other it. voices on here. I want to get some uh, quick opinions before we get to the mayhem mania and hopefully Matt's the uh, internet kicks back in. Uh, Bobby Town, I know you're in here with us. You popped in here. Hi, he's hanging Hi. you hanging out. Got nowhere. You got nowhere else to um, be.
2: I was gonna say. Uh, Look over Matt's shoulder, but since he's not here, um, mm. half of our card that are the qualified
4: matches are future, hopefully future stars. If they don't drop the ball with them, right? We got Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Finn Balor. You know, they're they're all on that board for a reason. That's who we all want to see.
2: That's who, hopefully, they don't drop the ball on for the future. You know, I'm hoping they can build those guys up. But
1: but can you? Can someone really drop the ball if they're only holding it until someone passes it back to like a John Cena? Like there's a reason that with with Roman Reigns not working that they defaulted to Triple H. They had other options, but they feel that using like nostalgia is a better way to go than trying to say push a Dean Ambrose.
0: Yeah. As with any company, they're gonna go, especially a company this size, they're gonna go with the safe bet. They're always gonna go with the safe bet. You see the same thing with movie companies, and this is an entertainment company. So you're only as good as your last buy, or you're only as good as your last match, or or whatever, however you want to say it. Um, you know, I mean, uh, I, you look at Ryan Reynolds was absolutely wrecked as a movie star after Green Lantern. Right? Not his fault. Not his fault at all. Um, but, uh, and now Deadpool brings them back. So, so what is it, you know, maybe it's something with these guys, Alex, I think you're back. I want to get an opinion from you if you have one on this question as well.
3: Yeah, sure. Um, so I just want to just clarify. So the question is why do we need these guys from 10 years ago? Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, I think the short answer is that indoor, uh, attendance record ain't going to break itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, especially when you consider we're in WrestleMania season, this is usually the time that they will pull out all the stops. And, I mean, we've kind of seen it in the past, you know, I would say at least the past five years where they've relied on 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 their stars from, like, the Attitude Era and maybe even before that in order to try to make the WrestleMania card look all the better. I mean, you know, they'll do just about anything. They'll put in the celebrity they put the celebrities into the matches. Uh, they'll do a gimmick battle royal. They'll do, you know, they'll literally do just about anything to make the WrestleMania card something that everybody wants to watch. Mm-hmm. So I think it just kind of comes down to like, I mean, and you know, with with the injury situation looking like it is, I mean, it just kind of adds to that whole thing.
0: Certainly,
1: certainly. Uh, Man, I, mean, I, oh, I think WrestleMania sells itself though. Because you have people buying tickets for that not knowing what the main event is six months prior. Well, mm-hmm. like, I mean, there are selling ticket packages for Summerslam. Do right. we know what the main event of Summerslam is? No, but are people going to sell it out anyway? Absolutely, they are.
3: It'll probably be something to do with Triple H and Roman Reigns.
1: I'll take I'll take that bet. I will take that bet. All but right. Triple H would be near that main event.
0: Matt, do you have any last thoughts? And I kind of want to test to make sure your connection is working.
1: Yeah, how, how am I doing now? Am I doing yeah,
0: better? Yeah, it's a lot better. I th- yeah, yeah, I think I just got kind of jacked up on the uh, end of
2: There, this this the, the scope of this conversation is immense. Um, somebody just mentioned something in the chat. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I'm I, sorry. Just I'll, just I'll read that there. here. In the I chat. just wanted to say real quick that we were talking about WrestleMania. Um, the last time, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm going from memory. Last time WWE went all the way with a couple young stars at WrestleMania was Cena and Batista at WrestleMania 21. It wasn't a big arena show. It was at a smaller venue; they could afford to take the risk. Mm-hmm. The scope of WrestleMania is almost acting against the opportunity for younger guys to get that chance, because the pressure is so great to pack that huge venue. They have to go with a proven guy so that they can fill that stadium. They don't get if they don't get 85,000 people into Cowboy's team; it's going to look ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's going to look empty.
0: It's gonna look like the old uh, baseball an stadium. Um, uh, I was, was going say if shows. they get eighty five in Cowboys eighty five
1: thousand Cowboys Stadium, that's a fucking failure. That place can hold over one hundred seven. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, and,
0: and that's about what it was for uh New York at Medlife, right? Uh no. Seventy some Yeah, med, Medlife
1: was like seventy eighty something yeah. like that. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh with that, I think it's time no more stalling oh baby um, we,
1: do, we no. do have a comment from Ch- oh i'm from the sorry i'm so sorry yeah
0: point. yeah we do have a comment um uh, from Tragar. Tragar. I, I got i got you uh, i think it goes to to these uh, new guys never uh, had to grind it out sharing h- cars and hotel rooms and outright slumming it just for the love of the business never had to write their own pronos. as the product uh, gets more and more scripted the newer wrestlers inexperienced in life is showing uh, whenever audibles are needed um I, well, I i you could say that's that that um
2: Piggybacking off of that, yeah. they don't know the, – the current generation in WWE, they don't know how to protect their own characters. Mm-hmm. Steve Austin would go home if he didn't like what they were doing with his character. Shawn Michaels would refuse to do a job. Bret <laughs> Hart would, would whine and complain. These guys would would convetch and whine and threaten and do whatever it took to protect themselves, to protect them, their brand, because they knew their living depended on – them being right. treated correctly, and no one else is going to look out for them except for them. And now you've got guys just coming to work, you know, do my thing, putting their putting too much trust in the people who are in charge when they need to be paying more attention to their own best
1: interests.
0: Look, look at Matt, look. You also look at have to Show. remember
1: though, this, this generation also has to deal with social media, mm-hmm. and they kind of have to be their gimmick almost 24/7.
2: I, disagree. You know what I, mean? I don't think any very few people are their gimmick twenty four seven.
0: I don't think I don't think that connects with that point. I, I think it's a thing to think about, but I don't think that's a that's a factor leading to
1: our overall okay. discussion. I mean this. I'm just uh, like,
0: it's not it's if, not it's not a non factor. If
1: Austin showed up and he had Twitter on the day that he was booked against Brock Lesnar of no build, he would have tr- but an oh, angry yeah. twitter stream oh, yeah. as opposed to just walking you know what i mean
2: austin twitter during the attitude era would have been pretty awesome oh, yeah. i believe austin would have used it the right way well um, well,
1: well the we right- should make we should make fake attitude era twitter accounts
2: oh, i don't have time for that i just started a tumble <laughs> man let me live
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we, should we plug that uh before we go on it's this- not
2: ready yet soon
0: not, it's not oh yeah. My yeah we still, Your we time need, is we still work on it, it, it if, if you keep an eye out to some of the wrestling mayhem shows, social media um you're gonna find this tumblr um i've this already been is sharing the next it big thing. It, it, i think it might be the next big thing so yeah. so next next big project
2: brock lesnar tumblr this is what happens the brock lesnar of tumblers exactly this is, this is what Relax.
0: happens when myself and carlin's get stuck in a car for three hours to columbus um
2: true. It did happen
0: tumblers get started Uh, But anyways, it's time, finally! That's where tumblers come from. (laughs) Trip to Columbus. What do we get next year when we go to the Arnold? Uh, It's time for Mayhem Mania.
2: That's right, friends. It's time for Mayhem Mania. Picture on in the bank round. It's um, kind of a competitive thought experiment where the goal is to create the best WrestleMania card possible within the realm of the current reality. That means everyone we're using Comes in their current physical, emotional, and contractual state. Except um, for Neville, who's already graduated to a supercard. <laughs> uh, no, you're you you are mis- you are mistaken. Neville is not on the supercard. Um, basically, um, the goal is to get as many matches onto the supercard so we can fill up uh, to eight matches. Um, so we've got two over there. We got there by the merit of having survived. Three rounds of Mayhem Mania without being altered because every time we do a round of Mayhem Mania, people start effing around with the matches. That's kind of the game. So uh, the goal is to make a match good enough that it will survive long enough to make it to the supercard. So the big board is back. No one will be able to read it, but it's OK. We're going to try our best. I'm going to kind of swing this bad boy around. Sorgie, you're going to tell me if I'm doing OK here. Yeah, you're
0: all right. You're right so far. There I you am are. going
2: to tell you what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, first things first, let's take a look. We got another match on the Supercard right now. This is a hell of a thing, guys. I tell you what. All right.
0: You need a wider Back angle on that. that.
2: This is getting rough. All right, listen. It's unwieldy. All right. <laughs> yeah. We've got two matches on the Supercard. Two matches have graduated. A new one just graduated um, after the round last week. Uh, congratulations, Apollo Crews versus Brock Lesnar versus Bray Wyatt. You're on the Supercard with Finn Balor and. Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. I mean, Finn Balor versus Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. That's the match that should have had Neville in it. Boy, am I glad that worked out for the best for everybody. Okay, that, so. that's what
1: I was thinking. Neville was in actually. That's why you're I right. It's so the match
2: way. he should have been in, and I don't know what the hell happened. Um, we also have these other matches. These uh, these also ran, um, and I'm going to run through them real quick just so everybody can hear the matches that we have left uh, since last week. We have. Jimmy Os, Jimmy Uso versus Jay Uso versus The Rock versus Nia Jax versus Roman Reigns. We have Blake and Murphy versus The Revival versus American Alpha. We have Darren Young versus Michael Tarver. We have Dean Ambrose versus Rusev. We've got Mojo Raleigh with Rob Gronkowski in his corner versus Baron Corbin. Yeah. yeah, eat that food. All right. <laughs> We have Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ Styles. We have Alberto Del Rio versus Austin Aries. And we've got a blank space, baby, because one of our matches graduated after last week. Guess who created the match that graduated? Ooh, I know. Sargatron created the match that graduated. Sorry, Mike. I knew you know Um uh, Sorg, you're going to get to create a brand new match. Uh, but first, first we're going to unleash... The Patreons. We've got six Patreons playing tonight. Not all of them can be here to be with us tonight, but um, you know, I really like to have everyone's input. So, three of the Patreons um, basically sent in their moves in advance. Um, Those being uh, AJ, uh, Bo Diggity, uh, Ed, and Antonio Garza. Um, So, here's basically what the kids are going to get to do, and what the what you Alex, and you Man Mike, and you Jennifer from the Matthew and Jennifer Carlin's for PodCast Betterment Foundation. I can't organize my thoughts. Um, These are the things that you're going to get to do. You don't have to do all of them. You can pass if you want to, so no pressure to do all five things. Uh, But here's the dealie. Um, First, you're going to get the, if you choose, fast-track, graduate, a match from the undercard to the supercard. Basically, you get the skip-go and go straight to jail, something like that. uh, number two, um, and this is where it gets a little tricky because usually when a match graduates, we let the person who created it um, create the match that replaces it. But because we had to do the Patreons in advance, I'm letting the Patreons create the match to fill the hole whenever they graduate the match. Just This week only, so that's kind of how we're filling the hole so that there's more stuff to play with. Um, so you get to create the match. If you graduate a match, you get to create the match to fill the hole. You get to make your normal move. Uh, you add one wrestler, add one tag team to an existing match or swap in the undercard. Um, one match for one match, one guy for one guy, one team for one team, or everyone's favorite, kill and create. Kill a match entirely, create a brand new one with uh, entirely new wrestlers. Also... Number four, you get to do five things. I will help you out and walk you through the steps. Don't worry. Mike is giddy as a I, schoolboy I, right I, now. I have, my so whole list, I have my whole Number list. four on the list of things you'll get to do, add a stipulation or a manager or a special referee or, or a title to one of these <coughs> matches, etc. We just want to add a stipulation, and that applies to everything. You can even get after the supercard with that. And finally, um, just for fun, since it's been a theme for Mayhem Mania this year – Um, If you choose, I want you guys to dig deep in your minds, and just for fun, I'd I'd like for everyone to add a corporate sponsor to one of the matches uh, whenever you're done, just as your last move. I know you guys could think of something. Right, Sorgi? So without further ado, uh, let's see. We're going to do the uh, first the Patreons who can't be in attendance, um, and I'm going to reveal um, their moves to you. And uh, I've got the big board in this turret configuration, because hopefully... This will make it very easy for all of us uh, to do this, and I'm uh, going to try to uh, uh, not uh, drop stuff on my head. Anyway, we're going to start with uh, Bo Diggity, uh, first come, first served as far as the uh, absentee page runs. So uh, Bo Diggity, uh, for his move – for his first move – oh, let me mention one thing real quick. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I neglected my list. Okay. First of all, I have to mention one thing, and this will still apply to – Matches that graduate. If you create the match that graduates, um, you also get a little thing we call the Eliminator. Uh, It's basically uh, you're earning the right to get rid of people you don't want to see in the card. So if um, someone – you can't eliminate someone that's on the card currently. But if someone gets moved off, you can eliminate them so that no one else can use them in this entire Mayhem Mania. Uh, So Eamon has earned an Eliminator. Sorg, you have an Eliminator. You can use that anytime you want. You can jump in whenever you want. Uh, But Eamon was tired of waiting, and Eamon decided um, who he wanted to eliminate. Anybody want to take a guess
1: who (laughs) Eamon has eliminated? Spoiler alert. I I know who it is, and it's a great
2: choice.
3: Mr. What's-His-Face. That's right. Eamon (laughs) has
2: eliminated, freshly released by TNA, Mr. Anderson, because the threat after 48 hours of of Mr. Anderson being out there as a free agent, of him showing up at WrestleMania is just too great. And, yes, Eamon used the Eliminator on Mr. Anderson. Yeah, I I'm must not going
1: to lie. I would have booked him. Is that <laughs>
2: for Mr. Kennedy, too? Yes. <laughs> uh, I didn't see that coming. Anyway, Sorg, you still have an Eliminator. Is there anyone you want to eliminate?
0: Not at this time, well, sir. Well, we have you? Not at this time, sir.
2: All right. Well, if you think of something, uh, we'll get to that. I'm, I'm trying to keep things moving quickly. And uh, we're going to move right into Bo Diggity's Moves. And uh, Bo Diggity is going to jump right into it. Very exciting because Bo Diggity's first move—he is indeed going to graduate a match. He's going to fast-track graduate a match from the undercard to the supercard. And Bo Diggity has decided to graduate. All right, I'm not going to dig you guys He's graduating Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ Styles to the supercard. So a very first yes. move. Good choice. Good choice by Bo Diggity. So now Bo Diggity. This is getting rough. Okay. I right, myself so just a little more room. Okay. Now.
1: If only you had someone there who
2: could hold the board for you. If only I had someone here who could hold the board. I know. This is not working out for me. Sword this exactly. is a damn mess. Alright. Question. Does that mean I get an eliminator now? Yes, Bobby. Yes, you That's created it. the match. You get an yes. eliminator. Is there would you like to use your eliminator?
4: Not right at this time.
2: Alright, good. Thank you for reminding me. Like I said, it's so hectic and I know, I know. It's out of control today. Okay. Now, AJ had to um, create a match to fill the hole that he left over here. So AJ's, uh, you know, he's a free thinker, and he likes to come up with some really fresh ideas. So AJ's match um, that he chose to replace, uh, Nakamura versus Styles, is um, an eight-man tag team match. Oh, shit. Awesome. Yeah. It's got pre-show written all over it. It's going to be the Social Outcasts, all four members of the Social Outcasts versus Enzo Amore, Colin Cassidy, Ty Dillinger, and making his glorious return to the WWE. One of those lost generation folks. Vladimir Kozlov will be the fourth member of the team.
4: That's my favorite match ever now. Sounds good to me. I love
2: it. So, yes. I love it. He's, he's my great colleague. <laughs> so your great well, there we go. Well oh, you missed doctor. your chance to eliminate him, Bobby, so I bet you didn't see that one coming. No, no, as far as Riz likes the great colleague, Vladimir Kozlov is my great colleague.
1: <laughs> Bobby love Vladimir Kozlov. <laughs>
2: and he love double double E. Yes. Um so I, I gave AJ the chance. I'm sorry, I keep calling him AJ. He's Bo Diggity. I don't know why I'm Woo! getting this wrong all the time. Um so I gave Bo Diggity the chance to I said, Bo Diggity, you want to just make a move to the car? And he's like, Nah, I don't want to do that. So I'm like, all right, how about a stipulation? Uh, and Bo Diggity came up with a one hell of a stipulation. And um, Bo Diggity wants the stipulation to apply to this match that he created right here. His eight-man tag will be a family double-dare obstacle course match. <laughs> Winners get a 13-inch TV and a trip to space camp. My
1: favorite match of all, time. Well, this wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Is that also the sponsor? Is it sponsored by Family Double? There. I,
2: you know, whenever I asked him for the sponsor, he just said see above. So I guess it's sponsored okay. by Space sponsored Camp. Sponsored by Mark Summers. <laughs> it's sponsored by Mark, Mark Summers. Summers and his uh, oh. whatever sneakers were that he wore. All I guess the time. technically
3: it would be sponsored by the Food Network since he's in charge
2: of that. But God, God damn it, Bo Diggity! I'm Bo Diggity. Diggity has just won Mayhem Mania. Bo Diggity is doing the Lord's work right here, folks. So, um, Okay, so that's very exciting. So now we move on to our friend Ed. Ed, Ed. Ed, Ed, Ed. Now, been- is Ed a real person? Because we've never heard him. I've never heard of Ed. I've never met Ed, but Ed replies to my tweets. So Ed exists, I guess, more or less. So I asked Ed if he would like to graduate a match. And Ed said yes. He would like to graduate a match from the undercard, and uh, Ed decided, this was kind of a surprise to me, folks, but Ed said he wanted to graduate uh, the NXT three-way, uh, Blake and Murphy versus the Rival versus... I mean, I get two two uh, that,
1: was, that was the one I was going to
2: graduate. So, uh, yes. Eliminators? Bobby, Bobby created that match, too. Bobby, you now have two eliminators. Bobby, Bobby <laughs> you can eliminate a tag team. I can. You, you can, can say, no, the Beverly team. Brothers are not getting booked. I choose not to use it at this time. That's good. That's convenient for me because uh, it would be really inconvenient if we eliminate someone who is already on these moves that have already been made. Okay. Ah, so awkward. okay, so Ed had to create a match. Um, Ed decided to uh you know uh, I'll be honest, Ed played it safe here, and uh to create the hole, Ed has created a uh, women's match, and uh Ed decided he wants to see. Uh, Sasha versus Becky Lynch. So that's going to be the match that replaces that right up there. Okay. Now I said, Ed, do you want to uh, make a, you know, a standard move to the undercard? Ed said, yes. And Ed has decided to use his uh, kill and create option. Mm -hmm. So Ed has decided to kill our favorite match. Um, Mojo Raleigh versus Baron Corbin was no, no. Sorry, everybody. Damn it! That was gonna be sponsored by Flom. By okay. who? By
1: Flom. Nickelodeon Flom was gonna sponsor oh. that match. <laughs> Just
2: damn I was it! Sponsored the other one. All right. So <laughs> Mojo <laughs> Riley <Raleigh> versus <laughs> Baron Corbin has got to go. So we <laughs> gotta. What was <laughs> that now? Just poor Robert. over there next <laughs> to the steps. All right. So and finally, um, we had to ask Ed. What else did we ask Ed here? Wait, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm, well,
2: he's I'm creating to, the match, okay. so... So now he's going to make the stipulation. So now, Ed, do you want to do a stipulation? Why, well, yes, he does. And, yeah, uh, did
1: you say what match you replaced it with? Because hmm? you just put it on the board. You didn't oh, I'm sorry it. about
2: that. Uh, Ed replaced the match with Asuka versus Natalia, which we have uh, we had on the board before, but now it's back. Did everybody get me on that? I didn't mm-hmm. freeze right there? Yeah, That'd you're good gonna- uh, and then Ed decided to add a stipulation to the match that he created. So there's going to be a stipulation for Asuka versus Natalia, because Ed wants to see women-on-women violence. And it's going to be a ladder match for the Divas title between Asuka and Natalia. Sounds good to me. So boom, there it goes right there. All right. One more. And then, then the fun really begins. All right. Now Antonio Garza. Um, Antonio Garza decided he wanted to graduate a match. And uh, in true Garza fashion, he has decided that he wants to graduate the Samoan Five-Way. Damn it! The Usos and Nia Jax and Rock versus, uh, um, what's his name? Big Smooth Roman Reigns. Yep, that's right. <laughs> Big Smooth. <laughs> I don't know what we're talking
1: about anymore. Wet hair Roman Reigns.
2: <laughs> All right, so Garza needs to create a match to... Phil the. Oh, by the way, um, the match that that Garza graduated. Sorg, you're gonna have to call a uh, Stosh from Max out because he now has an eliminator. <laughs> That's awesome. Can you get on the horn? Just let him know. Okay. We'll, we'll do. We'll do. There is no chance he's gonna understand what to do with it. <sighs> right. Um, I asked Garza if he wanted to. Um, well, obviously, Garza had to create a match, so it had to happen. And, you know, Garza loves the ladies, so uh, Garza created – this is some sort of fever dream of a match – Eva Marie (laughs) versus Lana. So that's what we're going to get right here.
4: Oh, my God.
2: Wow. There that goes. Uh, Then I asked uh, Garza to uh, make his regular move, and uh, Garza said, sure, he's going to do the old uh, kill and create and um, he decided that um, – well, he decided to kill Dean Ambrose versus Rusev and get rid of that off the card. It, it, Damn it. That was going to be out. sponsored Don't by Men's about. Warehouse. And, uh, uh, he, uh, and, and then I, he asked me, is the New Day still available? And I said, yes, the New Day is still available. And then, And then my text was silent for like ten minutes and I could hear the wheels turning from all the way down there in Texas, deep in the heart of Texas. The smoke was rising, and I'm like, Garza, what's wrong? Garza, come up with a match. Just create a match. And he's like, screw it. I want Kofi Kingston versus Big E versus Xavier Woods. That's right. Garza booked. The New Day Explodes. Three-way match. Coffee versus Biggie versus David Woods. Unless this is in like Super Smash Brothers, I disa- I disagree. Fantastic. Well, I mean, feel free to add the stip, mic. I mean, you oh, got that option. Yeah. Oh no, no, we're we're gonna do. Someone some needs David videos.
1: <laughs> All
2: right, yeah, so. <laughs> I'm sorry. Both of these things are funny. Okay, move forward for Garza. The stipulation. Garza. Wants to add a stipulation to the five-way, Samoan five-way match. I think you know where this is going. Wait, Later, can you add a stipulation to a super supercard? Yes, you can. Okay. And the stipulation for the five-way is, winner becomes the sole user of the Rock's Cousin moniker. <laughs> if the Rock wins, losers must leave the, the Anawaii family. So I know. <laughs> Anawaii family expulsion match. So it's all on the line between the uh those imposters. All right, oh, and uh, finally, I asked him uh, for a sponsor, and he said, "Add Sunny Side Up to the Sasha versus Becky match hashtag Divas, Rezo- Divas Revolution." <laughs> so that's where we stand. Um, oh, I'll just Jesus. scribble that on there real quick. Where's my Where's my blue marker? There we go. <laughs> God damn it, Garza. So cigars will rain down some hellfire all right uh i
4: never liked
2: him i never liked him either <laughs> uh, all right now it's time for some live live mayhem mania action i hope that didn't take too long i hope you're all still with me only the hardest of the hardcore are still watching that's okay first order of business sorgie we got to create a match you have to create a match to fill this hole now that the others have done their work, so um, I can go through it while you're thinking. Uh, no, I think, good. Know where I think we I'm stand good. Right no, now. no, no, no. Just I take think a minute to think, and I'm going to go through what's on the super card and what's on the under card. Right okay. Now. Um, here's what's on the super card right now, and this is the we are up to five of eight matches on the super card already. We're in good shape. We're looking good. All right, and those eight matches are, or I'm sorry, five matches are uh, Apollo Cruz versus Brock Lesnar versus Bray Wyatt. Finn Balor versus Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn, Shinsuke Nakamura vs. AJ Styles, Blake M. Murphy versus the Revival versus American Alpha, and in the Anoahi <laughs> Family Expulsion match, Jimmy Uso vs Jay Uso vs The Rock vs. Jax vs. Roman Reigns. On the undercard, we have seven matches. Sorg is gonna take care of the eighth, but right now we have Eva Marie vs. Lana, Sasha Banks vs. Becky Lynch, Darren Young vs. Michael Tarver. Kofi Kingston versus Big E versus Xavier Woods. Asuka versus Natalia in a ladder match for the Divas title. The Social Outcasts versus Enzo, Big Cass, Ty Dillinger, and Kozlov in a family double-dare obstacle course match. And Alberto Del Rio versus Austin Aries. A double. Sorgi.
0: I'm filling in a match.
2: You're creating a match.
0: Well, I felt bad after this last time. Well,
2: look at this empty card right here.
0: Mm-hmm. First of all, I believe you need to write in there, Chris Jericho?
2: In a suit? Uh...
0: <laughs> as much as
1: I want it I like to be. I like how that's a standard question now. Is the guy in a suit?
0: Uh, he doesn't... No, nah, I'll take him as he is. I'll take him as he
1: is. Well, yeah, because he's a heel now again, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, but i I'd still rather
1: to
2: specify suit when
0: he's he I I do I coming. I do I do I do rather him uh be in a suit but not necessary for this. Um I just want him to take on somebody who just needs to tear the house down at WrestleMania. Absolutely, right? Not be the guy that gets beat yep. up for a half an hour um to have a comeback to but just like like back in the day Jericho had those matches with Kurt Angle and Benoit and Guerrero at WrestleMania's. Guerrero? Most of those guys. Or Christian or whatever. And just yeah. had match of the year candidates at WrestleMania. And I want that guy to be Dolph Ziggler.
2: Ziggles. All right. That's it. Solid. All right. Now, um, I told everybody that we would do the live patrons according to your seniority, but I get the suspicion that necessarily being last is not necessarily where you want to be. So I'm going to let you guys draft your position, basically, uh, the three of you, based on your seniority. So longest serving patron gets to choose. First of where they're going to play. So, honey, do you want to go first, second, or third in line? You want to go first? All right. See? That's what I do. So uh, Jen's going to go first. And, man, Mike, you are the second most tenured Patreon here live with us. Would you like to go second or third, Michael? Oh, I will go Last. Alex Cars, you will bring the reckoning in position number two. Uh, let's bring the disembodied voice of one half of the Matthew and Jennifer Carlin's Foundation for Podcast Betterment. And let's ask uh, – oh, dear, dear heart. Um, you, yes. don't, you don't have to come on screen if you I want to. I to come on screen. Great right. just- hideous. You, the disembodied voice of Jen Carlin's, just call of me my God. wife, will now speak. Jen, would you like to graduate one of these eight lovely matches that are sitting right here on the undercard? you got eight matches to choose from. You want to graduate one of those? Now, remember, you don't have to. You can uh, deem them all unworthy. Um, so think it over for a second. I want. I choo, choo, choose. I kind of want to see the New Day fall apart. You want to see the new day explode? You yes. gonna graduate that? Yes. Solid. No, oh, sure, nice. Jen, oh, we were made friends. So mad, he said we were friends, but as we learned in Man, friendship is temporary. It's Mania, just Mania, business. It's just business. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Here's right. the thing uh, so Jen, you've got we left the void here on the undercard. I you sure need to did. Fill that I up. sure did. Do you have perhaps somewhere deep? In the recesses of your mind, do you have a match? What the hell was that? Do you have a match for the Mayhemers to create for Mayhem Mania? I sure know. Tell me what it is. We will have Dean Ambrose. Shocker. He's got the chair broke in anticipation of what this is going to be. Versus, <laughs> versus, in a suit? versus WWE referee Drake. 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 Younger. Drake. The WWE referee. was last name. Huh.
1: Younger. Interesting. Okay. I don't. I don't Z-Dub. think. I don't Z-Dub. think that. Yeah, Bobby Gunn. <laughs> yeah. All
2: right. Alright, good. I love it. Is Jen making this a light like tube match? <laughs> We're going to find out. Um, okay, um, Jen, you could still make a traditional move, so you can do like the swap, or the add a guy, or girl, or add a tag team move, or you can just um, kill or create, kill and create if you want to. You can basically make a typical move now um, in Mayhem Mania. So is there anywhere else you feel maybe this card could be improved? This undercard, perhaps, could maybe be a bit of an upgrade uh-huh. um can i can I, you know triple h is not on this card right he's our champion i'm just joking don't do whatever you want <laughs> good what were you gonna ask she's shaking her head and dis- you can pass you don't have to yeah no pressure you know what? Um, can
4: i add add what type of match for ambers and
2: oh we'll do that in a second oh, okay that's coming up
4: next. um I'm
2: gonna pass. You're gonna pass? I'm gonna what kind pass. of stipulation would you like for Dean versus Drake? I would like a hell in the cell. No! What would you say? Webbed wire, barbed wire. The barbed wire match? Yes. Barbed wire with anything else? Just barbed wire? No exploding ring, just barbed wire? Just barbed wire. Just barbed, barbed wire. wire
1: kettle from helmet The ring
2: it's the, the, the hell in the cell is barbed wire. Barbed wire, hell in a cell. That's gonna be expensive. Anybody <laughs> screws with my match, I will hunt you down and gut you. Well, this is gonna be fun. <laughs> um Stampede. Um Jesus <laughs> all right last question dear heart yes honey um would you like to add a sponsor a solid corporate partner to uh, sponsor one of these matches sponsored by lowe's sponsored by lowe's yes. not home depot no lowe's fair enough okay <laughs> that's a lot of by wire that's a lot of fencing and that's a lot of fencing that's a lot that's, that's a lot of light tubes yeah spell loves L O W. L O S T R O P Y. L O E W S. No, that's not right. You're thinking of the movie theaters. Yeah. All right, who's up? All right, Alex. Good job, hon. Well, there goes my marker. Okay. Wow. Alex, mm. guys. So, would you like to graduate one of these matches? Well, I just we've got pre- six part matches already graduated. I'd, I'd to like bring to. It home.
3: I'd like to. I'd like to preface this by saying that when I when I talked to you about this, I didn't I didn't quite realize that we were allowed to potentially do each and every one of these things. So this oh, is yeah. gonna.
1: I I actually asked that very same question.
3: <laughs> uh, I wish I had asked this question ahead of time. So. Sorry to catch by surprise. You could
2: just, you know. You could oh, no, you, that's okay. No, no I intend
3: on. Do you, no, 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 no. I intend on doing as much I, damage as i
2: if you start shifting matches around, like if you graduate a match with a stipulation, that's cool. The, the stipulation will stick. But if you start moving personnel inside of the match, the stipulation never changes. It's stuck. Stipulations are forever. So if oh, you no, that's to, okay. If
1: you wanted to put Michael Tarver in that family double their match,
2: It'll happen. Mm, No that can happen. So Uh, but (laughs) let's focus one step at a time, Alex. You like to graduate a match.
3: So you said if I so if I graduated a match that had the stipulation, that stipulation stays on the match and that goes to the super card?
2: Yes. The stipulation and the match will graduate
3: together. Okay. So we're actually going to do Jen a favor here. Because (gasps) I actually really like that match that she just made. Yeah. That yeah. She took up most of her turn to make. So I'm yeah. going to graduate the barbed wire hell in a cell sponsored by Lowe's between Dean Ambrose and the and the artist formerly known as Drake Younger.
2: All that right. That match is
1: going to the supercard.
2: Alex graduated your match. <laughs> that means
1: that means Jen <laughs> gets, forever. Jen gets an eliminator.
2: Jen, you get now, an eliminator. Oh shit. <laughs>
3: Now, <laughs> um, Alex, we need to create with, a match. No. With great, with great power comes great responsibility. That has nothing to do <laughs> with what I'm about to do next. Has that it? That was just a random Marvel reference. <laughs> so, on the flip side of the coin, where I did at least one person a favor, I'm going to put everyone into misery mode, because the match I'm going to create in that spot. It's El Torito versus Hornswoggle. As it should be. As it should be. Because <laughs> you guys messed me up this whole time. I tried adding El Torito to the card. Nope. I add, I added Hornswoggle. Nope. So now you're gonna get both of them on the card.
2: The man just wants some some little people action. That's all he wants. So that's no the cars. first move. So that's the first move I'm making son of a bitch. All
1: right.
2: Well, um, I guess I right, um, Do you want to make your uh, typical move right now? You can swap something. You can trade something. You can kill and create. Want to make a mm. change inside of the undercard here? You want to swap mm. anybody? You want to get rid of one of these matches and bring in a different one? Oh, that's tempting. Mm-hmm. Do
4: his, you don't have to. Do I go by his CCW name or his?
2: Um, You have to use his WWE name now. I think that's only faith.
3: Let's see. Uh, Okay, so as far as my typical move, I am
2: going to... Wait, hang on for one second, Alex. Bobby? Bobby? Bobby, would you like to use one of your Eliminators? Not yet. Not yet? Okay, good. Okay, Sorg? Eliminator?
0: I'm tempted, but no.
2: Okay. Alex, go ahead. Oh, actually, that (laughs)
3: reminds me. Sorg... While, while I while I make quickly decide on whether I'm gonna make my typical move or not, I need you to do me a favor and prepare the car's wheel of insanity for the uh, last two parts of my move. I send it to you on Slack.
2: Mm, that's right.
3: Because that was originally the move that I had in mind was doing something along those lines. So, taking just a moment. Oh, I'm trying to think. Because the only the only typical move thing that I want to do is I want to add I almost want to add a, a woman to that ladder match.
2: This so that, show needs more women. It really does. Yeah, I agree. I couldn't I couldn't agree more. We haven't gotten nearly the entire Divas roster oh, can on here yet. I, can I add hey, a- nope, you're done. No, no, no. I just so I just realized something.
3: <laughs> what, whatever. So whatever happened to Paige? Whatever she happened to Paige? She didn't get injured, right? No, no? she's fine. No, Paige is she's fine. fine. She is. Yep. great okay. now. Okay, My my t- my typical move yep. is I'm going to add Paige to the ladder match for the Divas title. It is All a right. threat. Good stuff. Divas title ladder match between Asuka because I'd like to ask you a question.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: That is well. I guess I already did, and that was what happened to Paige. So that is my that is my typical move match.
2: Great. Now, All right. Now we're
3: gonna. Now we're getting to the fun parts. Time so, for
2: a stipulation,
3: right? So, Org, do you have the car's wheel of insanity prepared?
0: Yes, I do. Do you want to read off what your selections are on this board? Yes, yes. So,
3: let me. I'm going to explain. So, the way this is going work since uh, I allowed one stipulation and one sponsorship, the first stipulation that pops up will be what goes on to a match. At which point, I'll decide what match. So, the stipulations I've dis- I've put on the wheel of insanity are two out of three falls. We'll see. Yes. Because, of course. Mm. Yes. Yeah. The,
1: it's cano- the kennel from hell. needs that.
3: Right. The <laughs> kennel from hell. And I made this g- generic on purpose, but the lucha de apuestas. That is basically a fight for a wager, and that is usually a hair versus hair, a mask versus mask, etc. So, depending on. Excuse me. Depending on uh If that pops up or not on the wheel, then we'll figure out the specifics of the wager. And then our sponsorships are Occupy Pro Wrestling, mm-hmm. the website that I've been running that now has a podcast of its own, which is pretty fun. Kind of weird to say that I'm a double podcaster. But uh, let's see. The second sponsorship is Chikara in 15 Minutes or Less. The third sponsorship is EW Planet. It is a resource site, a resource site for electronic e-wrestling or fantasy wrestling, depending on, on what you know it as. And the last sponsorship on this wheel is a newer project that I have started up called EWMerch.com. Fake wrestling, real merch. Think of it as a pro wrestling tease for e-wrestling.
2: Alex, you are quite the entrepreneur. Alex,
1: fun fact, Hello. I actually have a shirt for my E-Fed wrestler.
3: That is awesome.
1: True story. True story.
3: <laughs> and I'm going to be talking to you a little bit more after this show now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's what's on the wheel. Now, let's go ahead and spin the wheel.
1: And spin the
3: wheel, make the deal. Spinning.
0: There, goes, there, goes,
3: there it goes, there it goes, there it goes. I
1: got Cole glove matches on this. Rolling, rolling,
0: rolling. Man, you really missed the boat. Slowing, slowing. Kennel from hell! Kennel from hell! Oh, yeah. yes!
3: So, we are going to add the kennel of hell. The kennel I mean, from we're going to have the
2: cage anyways. We might as well do it, right? Right. Please add to Eva versus Lana. Shut know, up! No, Lana. One can from no, hell. no help from the studio audience!
3: It's only oh, appropriate gosh. the kennel from hell is only appropriate for a wrestler that loves to talk about dogs all the time during his matches. Of course, he says this in, in Spanish, calling everybody pedo. <laughs> I don't understand. So, in Kennel from Hell, you have Alberto del Rio versus Austin Aries in Kennel from Hell. Nice.
1: I well did
2: not see that one coming. But well
1: Neither, did I. Neither did I. I I thought you were going to throw the Simone's in a kill from hell.
2: Wow. Double step. All right, uh, Alex, do you have a sponsorship, a wildly successful corporate we, sponsorship you'd like to
3: use? We're going to spin the wheel. Again, we're going to spin the wheel and make oh, the deal for damn, our sponsorship. I closed it.
0: You closed it. I didn't realize we are going to do it again. Hold on a second. Hold on. We're, low. we're reloading the wheel. The wheel. All right. Give me the word
3: because I have enough faith in all of my all of my projects. There
0: you go. Give give, give me the word. Spin it. Okay. It's spinning, 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 it's spinning. It's there you go. It's spinning. Uh, it's spinning. It's spinning. Uh, we all sponsored, sponsored EWMerch.com. <laughs> <dot> <laughs> what? Sponsored okay. by ewmerch.com.
3: So com. your sponsorship EWMerch.com presents to you. Go with the kennel. Mm, I don't know. No. I
1: go, go with one from the Supercard. Own so it. It's automatically on there.
3: Remind me what's on the Supercard already. <laughs> That's the one thing I don't have my notes on.
2: No problem. Uh, we got Apollo Crews versus Brock Lesnar versus Bray Wyatt. We got Nakamura versus Styles. Finn Balor versus Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. We got uh, Blake and Murphy versus The Revival versus American Alpha. We've got the uh, Samoan Five Way, the NOIE family expulsion match. We've got the New Day Explodes, Kofi versus Big E versus Xavier. And we've got the uh, Barbed Wire Hell in a Cell match between uh, Dean Ambrose and Drake Wirtz.
3: Mm. All right. Oh, actually, yeah, here we go. EWMersh.com presents the battle between the three guys that presumably everybody's using for their uh, EFED pick base. Uh, so Finn, Finn Balor. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, that's Balor oh Which Owens. one is that? that that's Balor Owens and This <laughs> right? Versus
3: Sammy Zayn. Brought to you by EWMerch.com. And it is a real website, by the way.
2: Good to know. Excellent. Mike? All right. All right. All right. Bobby? 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 Yes, Bobby. Would you like to use one of your two eliminators? It's tempting.
1: We have we're, we're on la- next week, right? Oh yeah, we'll be back next week. I don't I don't think Bobby's gonna predict who I'm using in my match anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't. I I don't I don't wait. Mike, would you like to graduate a match? Yes, I would, Matt. I want to graduate the family
2: double their match. All right, good deal. <laughs> yes. Wow, what an instant hit. Good job, Bo Diggity.
1: That, Bo Diggity, brava. Brava, brava, brava. As soon as, as, soon as you said that, I'm like, that's my pick. All right, Um, right. You're going to have to create a
2: match to fill this hall.
1: In its place, I am creating a six-person intergender tag. All right, go ahead. I am, you know, WrestleMania needs celebrities, goddammit. It needs them. Does it? Yes. So we are going to have Snooki, oh, no. David Arquette. I'm too late to use that Eliminator, Matt. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> what, what you get, Bobby. I
2: mean, Bobby, is there anyone you'd like to eliminate right now? Oh, he no, said, no, no one I'm announcing, you, say, Matt. Is there anyone else you'd like to eliminate? God, go on, finish. Not in the middle of any the time. It's like match. In, it's like Money in the Bank. He can come in whenever he wants to. All right. Hey, a, a sword could just blurt out a name right now, and you couldn't use him, but. Snooki, no, Diggit Arquette,
1: and Kevin Federline versus wow. Ronda Rousey, Stephen Amell, and Carl Malone. This what is going to be hell? an
2: assassination, Mike. What the hell what are you doing? What the hell?
1: I want Garza to make this graphic. That is my punishment
2: to him. and Amon, do you want to team up to use our eliminators for this match? <laughs> is, it, is it per person I can eliminate? Or? Yeah. Nope. Uh, you can't, can't do it once they're on the card. All right on the card. The damage is done. I, right on the I, card.
0: Can I eliminate a concept?
1: Uh, nope. <laughs> Would anyone like
2: to jump no, in and scream? I, bloody I'm, making,
1: I'm making this match. match fully aware. This match is going to get destroyed next week. I just want Garza to make this match graphic for one week. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I need to see this match graphic in person.
2: Objections?
1: They've all wrestled on pay-per-views. Um, I, I One was a former world champion. Objections, <laughs> but I
0: don't think I could do anything about it.
2: Not if you're an island by yourself. Very well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! I did... You know, you've abused my role on celebrities. You abused it. How have but I abused I, it? I, well, I tried to set parameters for celebrity involvement in this uh, in this game by saying that they had to appear in a WWE ring, and you found... Six people have appeared in a ring, and you used them all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, hey, you know what? You praised Eamon for abusing the rules. I
1: deserve some praise for this, too. All right. Oh, um, that was more gamesmanship than abuse.
2: That so was, is this. So cagey. <laughs> all right. Um, so now uh, I guess. Well, a like make like a normal move. You can make a normal move to the undercar. Uh, uh, now is your chance to swap El Torito into this inner gender, Mike. <laughs> um I will just add Bailey
1: to that ladder match. Okay. I was going to kill and create, but I figure I've done enough damage.
2: This thing's getting good. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, do you have a stipulation?
1: Yes, I do. Um, I'm going to add to the New Day Explodes a Super Smash Brothers Melee. On that so giant Jerrytron. On that mm-hmm. giant Jerrytron. So they're not actually fighting, they're just having a big session of up, up, down, down. Is that your sponsor? No, no, no. That's not my sponsor.
2: <laughs> Who's your sponsor? My sponsor is the Wrestling these... Mayhem oh, Show. I should have done these uh, masking tape loops in advance. You probably I'm gonna should. get that right next time. My sponsor is the Wrestling Mayhem Show, Matt. Well, Dadgum, Mike, which match are you gonna sponsor with the Wrestling Mayhem Show? We got like eight on the supercard to choose from here.
1: Nakamura versus AJ Styles, naturally. WMS
2: presents. Ooh, Shaka! See, I told you it would be okay, and we would make a great WrestleMania card. Look what we did together. All right, well, we've got eight matches on the super card. Uh, you want me to run these down, Sorg? Are we, do, we, do we still have any? Sure, There's a light, sure. still on? Sorg. Are you awake?
0: Sure, go for it.
2: Want to use your eliminator now, Sorg? Uh, no. Now's the time to eliminate I... Leno before it's too late. What? Eliminate Leno before it's too late.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, the super card is Apollo Cruz versus Brock Lesnar versus Bray Wyatt, Nakamura versus Styles. Sponsored by Wrestling Mayhem Show. Uh, Finn Balor versus Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. Sponsored by EWMerch.com. Woo! Uh, Blake and Murphy versus The Revival versus American Alpha. We've got the Samoan Five Way, the NOIE Family Expulsion Match. We've got Kofi versus Big E versus Xavier Woods, Super Smash Brothers Melee on the big screen at Jerry World. We've got The Social Outcasts versus Enzo and Big Cast and Ty Jellinger and Kozlov in a Family Double Dare obstacle course match, presented by Space Camp. So we've got Dean <laughs> <team> Ambrose. <laughs> also, also
4: um,
1: uh, uh, for that graphic, they all need to have the Double Dare shirts on.
2: We're gonna get that. Teams. All yeah. in the shirts, Garza. You hear that? Yeah, yeah. Garza. Goggles. Garza. 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 It's,
1: it's Family Double Dare. They have it's to Family Double Dare. You
2: have to do it. <laughs> With the slime behind them too. Do it. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> don't work us off. to the Mark Summers in a referee. Yeah, Summers, why didn't someone make get Mark Summers special referee one of these matches? screwed it up. I thought of you it afterwards. Up. You, blew it, afterwards. you blew He's, it, man. You it. He'll
3: out. probably be on. Uh, he'll probably guest commentator.
2: Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Uh, <laughs> Dean Ambrose versus Drake Woods in a barbed wire hell in a cell match. Um, sponsored by Luz. Now oh, we've man. got eight matches left. We <laughs> I told you we were gonna do eight matches. Try to fill eight slots on the super card. Well, we've got. Eight matches on the Supercard. We've got eight matches left. What's there left to fight for? Uh, I've come up with something worth fighting for. A spot on the pre-show, of course. So <laughs> next week, we'll continue our little game. We'll have one more round. We'll play our little game with these eight remaining matches. Uh, and then we'll do a poll on the Wrestling Mayhem Show Facebook group. And we'll decide which uh, which match gets to be on the pre-show. Uh, will it be Eva Marie versus Lana? Sasha Banks versus Becky Lynch, uh, sponsored by Sunnyside Up. Uh, Darren Young <laughs> versus Michael Tarver. Torico versus Hornswoggle. Oscar um, versus Bailey versus Natalya versus Paige in a four-way ladder match for the Divas title. Um, Snooky, David Arquette, and Kevin Fettin line versus Ronda Rousey, Steven Amell, and Carl Malone. Chris Jericho, not in a suit, versus Dolph Ziggler. Not and Alberto Del Rio versus Austin Aries in a you know, from hell match. Hey,
3: Carlins, I'd like yeah. to point out a couple things. One, did we did we actually get a full supercard
2: last year? Before no, yeah. the last yes. week. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yes, we were. We ended up like two or three matches short, and we used the Facebook poll to decide the last three matches. But okay. we did even better this year because we um yes. well, we had more Patreons because yes. um, in case nobody didn't realize is that the whole purpose of this is to make bank for Sorgatron. And we did it. So, yep. Sorg, how long did this take? Was that 45 minutes?
0: Um, it, yeah, it was a while.
2: Would you like to use your Eliminator? Um. <laughs> I'm Matt Hardy's child. <laughs> Matt Hardy's child? All right, I'll take that body. You spoke it. All right, we'll do I'm it. kidding, by the way. <laughs>
1: That cool? Bobby, cool? you shall
2: have one more eliminator. Would no, you like to also eliminate that's Jeff that's Hardy's not, child? That's not my eliminator. That's not your eliminator? All right. Well, join us next week when Bobby, Bobby will be armed with two eliminators. Sorg will have an eliminator. Stosh from Max Out will have an eliminator. And, uh, and I was feeling no Bo- one's
1: going to get eliminated. Bo-, Bo Diggity has an eliminator as well. Yes. Um, the other oh. – that's
2: right. Yep. These things all graduate. Okay.
3: I got to keep the track of all
2: these things that we graduated.
3: So the other thing that I'd like to point out, or slightly it? more selfish, yep. is that this is the first time since I've been on this year that something I created didn't get destroyed. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah.
2: Nothing. No one's match got destroyed. right? Well, you know what? This one got jacked up a couple it times. It? it got added to. It Don't. got added. Add, That's It's still altered. I'll have to check the tape. I'm going to have to check the tape. We Back may have to, the to come left. up with a new dose of punishment. We might, have to do, we might need some punishment. That'll be a shame. Well, that'll be fun, though.
3: I added to that first.
2: So technically, that would be me. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> got an eliminator now. No one's safe. Where's Randy? All right. Where, where's
1: Randy? Where's Triple H? Wrong, wrong show,
2: Matt. Dork, I
1: told you
2: everything would be fine. Was I lying? Uh. That's, I mean, they're that not is wrong. True.
0: That is true. All right. It's a mayhem mania. It's mayhem. Uh, it's time to learn. What did you find out? what you guys learn from wrestling this week?
1: Holy crap. Mad Mike. I, I've, man, I, I learned that wrestling is fun, you guys. And so is making a whole bunch of moves for a fantasy book. Wrestling. <laughs>
0: <mania>. <laughs> wow. Wow. I agree. It's involved. Matt Matt, Matt Carlins, what did you learn about life this week?
2: Jeez, I learned so much. I learned that uh, while everyone is sitting at home hating the uh, episode of Raw that they're watching, you're at the arena loving every minute of it. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. What about you, Alex Cars?
3: Uh, I learned a lot of stuff. So I learned that dreams can come true, (laughs) that you can have at least preliminarily speaking, El Torito versus hmm. Uh No, I just... I mean, I really don't have much because for my usual amount of being up here on the mountain, I really have not seen a lot of wrestling. Uh, I learned that I need more wrestling in my life. That might be it. There
0: you go. There you go. Bobby, you're out there somewhere, right?
3: Yeah, I learned that Ryback is you by hot dogs.
0: Yes. <laughs> All right. Right
4: when, right when Ryback came out, the, the Burger King hot dog thing come up, and I I busted out laughing.
0: I uh, I learned uh, <laughs> I learned that uh, uh, whenever uh, Cole Cabana has uh, blocked you on Twitter, um, just send uh, just send a girl to to ask him to unblock you. <laughs> That's what um, I learned. I won't tell you which account it was, uh, but anyways, uh, so uh, we but, need
1: more on that story. Yeah, maybe there will be a <laughs> hey. Uh,
2: on a similar, does anybody know how to get unblocked by Brian Alvarez? Because that happened to me. I didn't need some help with that. Well, we know who to send. Uh, you should probably give him money. So I, I, bet I, that, I bet that would help. Send
3: an apology email into the show. That'll probably do it.
0: <laughs> All right.
2: A half hearted apology email is forthcoming.
0: All right, guys, it was a blast. It's Mayhem Mania. If you're still with us, let us know on at Mayhem Show on the Twitters. Drop us line four one two two zero six WMS0 wrestling dot com. Subscribe and uh if you like this kind of shenanigans, uh please go let us know in a comment over on iTunes, live dot wrestling dot com, uh the four oh five media dot com where we're streaming every week. And uh, usually, they like to put us on in the uh, in the uh, midnight hour, so if you're uh, staying up too late and want to catch some random mayhem, that would be the place to do that, yeah. the405media.com. And of course, we're here every Tuesday night live at wrestlingmamshow.com about 9 p.m. Eastern time, and as long as we feel like it seems. Uh, so thank you so much, everybody, uh, at MadMike4883 on the Twitters, at mat. And check out his columns on WrestlingMamShow.com and us. Also go to CBSPittsburgh.com with some, for some stuff with uh, Cesaro and Alexa Bliss over the last week as well.
2: Two-time Cesaro interviewer. He has not swung me yet.
0: Yeah, that's right. And, of course, Alex Carr is of Power to the Smarks on the tweeters and the uh, great podcast. And, of course, Chikar in 15 minutes or less. Anything else?
3: Nope, that's it. I got all my plugs out during the he did yeah, he did maybe, yeah. yeah
0: he really did he really did <laughs> and of course a bobby fj town of insert coin to com. new boss battles i see trickling through so yep. uh, go check those out all right well. another one coming up there you go uh we'll see you guys next time mayhem out just
4: wait, just wait.
0: This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at SorgatronMedia.com. You guys are cool. Hey, Gang of Parry again. Hey, um, I know you guys got a live stream coming up a little bit later on tonight, but I just want to tell you what I've learned from wrestling uh, this week. Uh, Sammy Zane will be the next Gang of Brian, and Ryback will be the next Sam Punk. You ever watch the footage from from? Between Ryback and Curtis Axel, you'll see what I mean. All right, guys. We well, hope you guys have a good day, and I'll uh, I'll look at your recap on Wednesday.
4: Take Take care, Bye.